neighbor looks like. The lead singer of Wussy. One of the two lead singers. Never gotten into Wussy. Which is weird, because I was into really into one of the two lead singers' first bands um, in the 90s. Uh, band, name a, name, band by the name of Ass Ponies. This, listen, we're all excited about Davis Bertans reuniting, coming back. Ascending to what he's, uh, well, he's going to play for the Wizards again soon. Uh, this is Kelly. This is the Never Too Much Podcast. It's 4 to 2 in the morning, and uh, I've been writing about basketball from a long, long time ago for the last few days. I'm not sure which one of these got me going on this, but... at him right now. I put up a bunch of basketball cards that my kid got me. Uh, 90% of them are from this box that she got me of mid-90s cards. And they took who they think are all the great players out. Which means I'm I'm good. So that means I'm left over with uh, you know all these 80 million Chris Webber cards because they don't like Chris Webber. I love Chris Webber. I love Chris Webber. When Chris Webber was traded, it was it was the day before I was going to be 18, and uh, we were all surprised about it. I'm trying to do a podcast as if I were a blogger for all of these trades as they happened. Um, you know, after a while there, I tried to just be as 50-50 as I could on trades because I had the feeling that everyone was coming to me for like, ah, oh, here comes Kelly and that acerbic, well, not so much wit, but, you know, acerbic. And, uh, I mean, whether I was in my head or not too much, I just have tried to obscenely wussy liberal journo wannabe that I am. See both sides. And uh, I think it shows. I will really go to the to the to the baseball at bat for for sides on trades that I I don't think are great right out of the bat because uh, I mean we've all been wrong before I'm trying to think of one time for myself that's why I'm pausing here but I you know listen we all have mistakes that we make and perhaps that was my first one uh, the Weber trade felt stupid. But immediately it was, it was, oh, they filled their biggest hole and added a capable replacement in O.T. Otis Thorpe. And the trick with Weber, it wasn't so much that he was getting in trouble off the court. It's just he felt injury prone. He hurt his shoulder in a fight, so that counts as, as like, you know, some crippling knee. Th- so that was just sort of if he can stay on the court, if he can stay on the court. 
but as I'm looking at uh, one of my own to the collection, this NBA hoops card of Wes Unseld with his hands in his pockets going, oh, so that's Harvey Grant. And uh, coincidentally next to a picture of uh, Chris Webber in a Bullets uniform, he, uh, no one knew that he was available. Like, had Wes Unseld made it known that Chris Webber was available at his low point of, oh my god, marijuana's bad, and yes, there was a, a sexual assault charge, uh, not charge, but uh, accusation of some sort uh, between him and Howard that was also in there, but uh, honestly, the big talk back then was, what is he going to report, and also, can this guy stay on the court? It was, it was a lot of rhyming back in 98. It was, it was, it was time for it. We were... We're getting jiggy with it. And, uh, yeah, I immediately talked myself into it. <clears throat> I, I linked to that Wizards preview. Okay, two things. A, if you did want to click around on that old on hoop stuff, read, like, later on previews. I think that was, like, the second one I wrote in that series. I think Orlando was first and then the Wizards. And I got so much stink for emails angry emails to an 18 year old for uh so i put the lineups and i, I put daryl armstrong at point guard and penny hardaway at shooting guard and just all of florida just erupted at me no penny is young magic johnson and daryl armstrong is just a guy in a flashy suit who tosses layups in during the uh slam dunk contest I'm like no this guy's great and then chuck daly started Daryl Armstrong mostly and and uh, put Penny at shooting guard and uh, <clears throat> they won the division. Go read the other ones. <clears throat> and also the top part where it says a Monica Lewinsky joke. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't have wrote that back then. Uh, however, I did not write that. That was Matt and Steve. Sorry, Matt. Maybe Steve. Uh and, uh, you know, it was it, it, all right. It's, it's fine. But anyway, I'm not ripping on the Wizards, the Zards, for that trade. I'm trying to see the best of it because... It just felt passable. And, uh... That maybe Mitch would get some sort of resurgence with a real point guard, but uh, you know, Rod Strickland's surgence was was fueled on. You know, when it's made of all meat, but it, the protein is still like shockingly low. There's our guy Rod, one of my favorite players of all time. Ah. Uh, And with in terms of Sacramento side, it was it was wow. We thought you were just gonna load up on draft picks from the Celtics or some sort of combination of weirdness, but wow, you got Weber out of this. All right, let's see what happens. And Devots at that point was a pipe like everyone thought Devots was going a million other places but Sacramento. No one no one when the lockout ended thought Devots was going to Sacto. It that was a big surprise. It was Seattle, it was Phoenix, it was it was 
It was a big surprise. <clears throat> and I've linked to it many times what Weber said about time as a non-negotiable end or something. It was great that, you know, you've been traded to Sacramento. And nearly made the playoffs in 98. Rod Strickland got hurt. I think pulled a hamstring. Chris Whitney stepped in. Chris Whitney's a little pugnacious uh, score first point guard. And uh, they won a bunch of games late, and they nearly uh, nearly made it in. Instead of the New Jersey Nets champs by 2001, uh, made it in as the uh, as the eighth seed. So Ansel uh, freaked out. It was weird. Middle of May for a, for a giant NBA trade. Uh, when McDice was traded to Phoenix, I had been out filming some sort of comedic thing with a buddy of mine, Ross, and then I came back and uh, got on Yahoo NBA, and uh, it was some real king shit stuff for the for the Suns there. It was, ooh, you're the good team, you're the major team, and they are the minor team. We have uh, drawn a line here. Because Denver didn't think it could keep Denver didn't think it was good enough to keep him, and and uh, as you'll read in this thing, they were right. He didn't want to come back when when he went back to Denver. Everyone uh, on the message, everything's that I read and was a part of, and in the site we ran on hoops that had uh, different reactions and other people submitting posts. Uh, it was like, oh, that was stupid. Why did why why? Why did we do that? We're going to make Rafe LaPrince play center. You're going to go back to, to Nick Van Axel? We love Nick Van, but you had, it was good. You had a year under, why can't? And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. It did not work out. Everyone was upset at the time. Talked ourselves into Googs. <clears throat> but that was never going to happen because Gugliato was just like, he could shoot, but it wasn't a catch-and-shoot situation all the time. He couldn't stay healthy. wasn't his fault. It completely destroyed his knee. He was okay before that, but it, it was like, uh, I mean, it was like Jay Williams with the Bulls. The, the, the year that he had is, is, is it, it had its ups and downs. Googs had his ups and downs before he tore up his knee. And uh, he needed the ball. He needed a little time. It was catch, and then, uh, okay, let me think about this triple threat position. You know, like a poor man's LJ. And uh, so we talked ourselves into that, and then that fell apart. They got Luke instead of Vladi. supposed to be Vladi and Pippen and McDice, Chapman, under the table deals, of course. And because uh, they cleared out space by getting rid of Nash and the imperative to have to sign Nash to his next contract and a first round pick. Uh, no, they got the first round pick back. I don't know what I'm talking about. Nuggets getting him back was, was, was just unacceptable. It was not, it was not loved. Not at all. <clears throat> what else did we talk about? Oh, the Iverson. It was just, it would have, it, as an outsider, I was uh, under no... I didn't care if Iverson left 
Philadelphia. I didn't care if that story didn't. It turned out to, to, that he did bounce around, but it didn't. It didn't bug me. Stars need that all the time, and Larry Brown is. just it wasn't if you <laughs> if you wanted Iverson to go it was he, he hadn't earned like the KG Mitch Richmond whoever it is treatment where it's like send him to some amazing you know perfect scenario where he can hop right in and be himself and <sighs> no and uh you know a lot of people knew what what um by then they knew what they had in Ben Wallace everyone knew Ben Wallace was Started quality and good and on the rise. No one knew that he'd become a Hall of Famer or multiple-time DPOY. I'm sorry for saying DPOY. I, before I said it, I was like, don't, don't. You already say cheers to end emails. Don't say DPOY. Uh, had it po definitely considered that he was Defensive Player of the Year capability. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, they got their own little homegrown Theo Ratliff and they're going to start over and they're going to, but it, it was just, no, no. Cause Philly did kind of look, you know, maybe it's cause they had Kukoc. Uh, he would have been out of there that trade. <clears throat> the Lakers were super busy that year. They had just won a title. And AC Green was their starting power forward, but it was 2000, so that that was not a thing that had any legs. And uh, I don't like AC after his wedding night, and we all were thinking that they were they were just active. They were really active because that was the Pat Turk Ewing summer and some, something was going to go down and the Lakers were going to get in on it because Glenn Rice was not a fit. And speaking of needing to hold on to the ball and they were in desperate need of some sort of backup because Shaq's toes looked like a backup center back then. They weren't good. They were Travis Knight. It's Sean Rooks. I mean, yeah, he's there. Where would the Clippers be without Sean Roof? So yeah, they were they were super active. So getting getting that group out of it seemed a huge haul. But you know, Jackson was after a lot of stuff that year. Trying to it was his first year as uh, basically the GM with Cupcheck. <laughs> But it was really busy because Eddie Jones was in flux in Miami. It was basically, it was just an odd 
odd summer. Maybe we'll write about it someday. Cause, cause it, the, the Eddie Jones culmination was almost like a LeBron thing where it was way later in the summer and a lot of things rested on it. The Tim Duncan thing got to finish right out of the gate. Uh, let's, let's, the Tim Duncan one, uh, when, <clears throat> by the time he had visited Orlando and the photo was out there on hoops TV of him and his missus, uh, on a tarmac somewhere, I kind of talked myself into it. A lot of us had, I think, because even without, I mean, I wasn't certain that they were going to lose a million players for Grant Hill. I was under the, the, the assumption that they were just going to sign Grant Hill and Tim Duncan on top of the team that nearly made the playoffs the year before, that Chucky Atkins was now going to be gone, that, that, that Wallace was now going to be gone, was... was eh. But whatever has happened has happened. And off the top of my head, I can't remember if the Grand Hill thing came first. I don't imagine it did because you, you want to still leave all your uh, everything's open so everything's settled. John Gabriel was kind of ahead of his time in that regard. <clears throat> um, I wasn't disappointed he was going back to San Antonio. But San Antonio the next two years really disappointed. Really looked old and icky. And it wasn't their fault they lost in 2000 because Duncan was hurt. And that may have, I don't know if they're going to beat the Lakers that year because the Lakers destroyed them in 2001. Absolutely. There was a definite, people don't talk about it now. I don't know why Lakers fans don't talk about it. (sighs) Considering they ended up, Avenging 2003, the year after. Uh, there was an ed- there was a psychological edge. They had they they just had no confidence against the Lakers with with Robinson there at least it was it was odd it was strange it didn't make sense Spurs had better teams top to bottom, uh, and the Lakers it wasn't even oh, it was disheartening to watch sometimes, and I was. You know, I, I liked the Lakers a lot. I'm always rooting for seven games. <clears throat> so when he went back to the super old San Antonio Spurs, it was, oh boy, you better have something up your sleeve. And they, they didn't. They, they didn't. It was just, you know, all that money tied up on Duncan and David Robinson. So they had to, you know, they had to really draft well, and they did. And then they had to uh, stay alive. So yeah, a little little disappointed because who doesn't want to see Grant Hill look torn up, but people break things and then they heal and they get better. <clears throat> so if Grant Hill isn't himself until January of two thousand one, then uh, okay, okay, that makes sense. He he broke his thing last year. It, no one thought it'd be a repeated deal at all. So, yeah, very excited to, to see that. Because it, it seemed logical. San Antonio was growing old. They were they were put together with... They, there was a lot full of used cars when they won in 99. No asterisks, not at all. Phil Jackson comes into Los Angeles for training camp. 
Jerry West hires him in the lockout year, let's say. Get rid of Del Harris. Something happens with Bill Bradley. He gets caught fondling his own neck. Photos of it are everywhere. Drudge reports going nuts. Uh, so Jackson immediately goes back to coaching, gets training camp, puts the triangle in, gets Kobe in shape, gets Shaq in shape. Everything's No, no, I still think San Antonio it took a while for Shaq and Kobe, and they were still struggling with defensive stuff when, when Kobe met Gary Payton in the All-Star game in 2000. He said, hey, how do you play? Uh, what's the thing where you don't shoot? No, not not Pat. Oh, yeah. No, not passing. Yeah, defense. Defense. Gary, what's that all about? I was in high school literally a couple years ago. And the only people on my team are people that I'm competing with shots and jobs for, so no one's going to help me out on this. Please, please. Jerome Colson Kersey just told me to hit people, and I can't. I got to use these hands for shooting. I can't do that. He showed me now, Eldon Campbell. That must have hurt. Made some joke about Clemson. I didn't even get that. Again, I did not go to college. I'm Kobe Bryant. So, no, I do not think. I do not think Phil gets it done the first year. No asterisks. But the italicized bit is that they their big offseason signing to defend their championship was a million-year-old Terry Porter. And Jaron Jackson was already a senior by that point, and Steve Kerr didn't figure it out, and Antonio Daniels didn't pan out, and it was it was you know it was Tim Duncan and Avery Johnson and David Robinson when they won that title, and they were a great defensive team, and they had timely shots, and they were the best team in the NBA that year, but they were old, so it made sense. What else did I uh, goof around with? Because I, I, we were also aware of expiring contracts back then. So it was, you know, San Antonio would rebuild. It would be fine. It wasn't some goodbye to San Antonio that Tim Duncan was going to go to Orlando. Oh, yeah. Pippen, Seattle. Uh... When it was rumored, of course, I thought getting Sean Kemp in a Chicago Bull uniform would be great. I thought it was, yes, yes. I always presumed Jordan was going to come back. Always, always thought he was going to come back. Always, always, always uh, thought thought it would be longer. I, I didn't think that the baseball strike uh, kind of accelerated things. I thought it was going to be a little while longer because he played a lot of basketball at a high level. Uh, different podcast, different time. Uh, let me on your podcasts. I want to talk about Jordan in a, in a van. No, not a van, a bus. Uh, trading Pippen, now they weren't best friends or anything. They weren't friends or anything. They weren't seeking each other out on the court in 93 after winning it all. Uh, barely made the cover together in 92. It was, it was still like... A, Okay, but is Jordan gonna come back for John Kemp? Or you know, he he knows Pippen, and they really work well together. And John Kemp is great, and in a lot of things, a lot of formats, 
better than Scottie Pippen. But Pippen fits. Not for friendship, not for whatever, but just as that Jordan-ish player that can take over and do Jordan things and run the show and know exactly what Jordan needs to, to ease off on. And I didn't know from Eddie Jones. I was kind of out of the NBA at that point. But, uh, you know, for a pick, a top 10 pick, not like the number one pick that we heard of, whoever it was that year. It's a, it's a dumb, easy point, but the Bulls lacked a little inside offensively. And... Uh, if you just watch those games before Jordan comes back, when Jordan's with them the year they didn't win it, <clears throat> and then in the, in the 72 win season, it's just like the only thing that team needed for that offense was just someone to where you could just drive and jump in the air and almost make it look like you dropped the ball or had it slapped out of your hands straight down, and then someone picks it up and crouches down real low and then jumps up for a two-handed tomahawk NBA jam. Uh, it was just begging for a Sean Kemp type. Not a Tim Duncan type. Not a, you know, like a Barkley type almost. And he was, you know, way younger than everyone else that was taken in the 1989 draft, which was, what, five years old at that point. Akin to the 2016 draft. Uh, so it wasn't a situation where I can't remember if it was after. No, it wasn't after the fact. There was talk about it, and then it didn't happen. Uh, and uh, had it happened, I would have talked myself into it because what else are you going to do? Not root for the Bulls? Talk myself into Michael Jordan retiring. Can't talk myself into Scottie Pippen having to explain him for the next however many years. I was halfway through that line, and then I thought, oh, yeah, that. Stuff happened this year, too, that I haven't paid attention to on purpose. It's the uh, Epiphone. You're not supposed to... It's not supposed to make that sound. Uh... Yeah, so not 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 a fan, not a fan. Was never lingering upset with Scotty over the one point eight. It was just you'd grown up with him at that point as a Chicago fan, and uh, I'm not speaking for all of them. I'm sure sure a lot of people rightfully were like, forget this guy for the rest of eternity. Uh, but it was just like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, Scotty, Scotty would do that, yeah, and then. Call Phil Jackson racist for it a hundred years later. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, he would, he would definitely do that. And guess what? I don't know who's right. I don't know if anyone's wrong here.
I did not zoom if it's hard during that break. My my foot fell asleep. I have fun with these. I, I have fun with them. I, I don't remember how it started. Maybe Duncan. Maybe McDice. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, might step into this century with the next one. Who knows? Uh, consider subscribing. We do a lot of goofy stuff and then a uh, bunch of behind-the-box clues in between. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think anything's on the shelves for, for any of us to get. I mean, if we're shopping at this point, I mean, when are you listening to this? It's Wednesday. It's Dwyer. You're not used to him and your usual podcast routine. You know, it's different. This might be on the way to the thing. Let me try it on my phone to see if it Oh, wow. Yeah, it does work. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't even know that dry, dried oysters are in the... Oh, that's not going to work. That's not cranberry sauce, Terry. Uh, no, wait. Terry says... That's not cranberry sauce. Anyway, give me a shot. Uh, uh, support me. Might be able to uh, start going to games soon if that's the case. Uh, uh, thank you for listening. I have a lot of fun with the NBA. It's real. It, it, it means a lot to me to write about this stuff, and uh, I'm glad you're taking the time to read and listen to it. Uh, I don't have a guitar outro. I just want to put the heater back on so I can start playing guitar again. I'm not going to tune it. I'm not. Good night.